Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, March 7, as we talk all things greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes. It's been a big week here in New South Wales, so let's get straight into things by recapping the Richmond Oaks from Friday night. And racing, a good line out, and you go, girl, show speed to lead. Out wide, a face magic coming across in the middle. Mia, she's fast and railing up is Zoe Bale. They're one, two, three. They're followed by Rockstar Aloha. A long way back, zipping Sabrina. Then came Reflections, a mole out of the ground. As they get on the back, and you go, girl, speeds along. Two lengths, make it three to Zoe Bale, a winner all class. Then Rockstar Aloha and zipping Sabrina as they turn. The speed of you go, girl, in front. Winner all class, trying hard with Zoe Bale. But you go, girl, she's got the oaks. Yuko Girl got home to it. Windra all class who nailed Zoe Bale. A brilliant little win there by Yuko Girl taking out the Richmond Oaks on Friday night. And we're now joined by her owner, Nick De La Roche. Nick, good morning to you. Hi, Kat. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no worries at all. Uh, finally, a feature win for your little girl. It must be a relief more than anything, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot of weight on the shoulders each and every time she makes these group races. But... Um, yeah, it was definitely great to have that win, especially for Sam on his home track. Um, yeah, he was beaming after the race, so it was just great to be there. You were on track on Friday night? Yeah, yep. I got. I was only a last-minute thing. I, uh, lunchtime on Friday, I decided, yeah, I'm going to head up, so I quickly booked flights and headed up there. And um, Yeah, it's luckily Christy and Ryan and Sam, they, they live right next to the track, so I just uh, had a place to stay and... Um, cheered her home with, with Sam and his family, so it was lovely. Bet you're glad you went up now. Um, I looked at a form 12 group or feature race finals. Uh, she's run second in the new Sensation and the Ambrosoli, third in the Dapto Megastar, but she's also made some really nice races such as the Ippy Cup, the Blacktop, the Peter Mossman. I guess it just proves how hard these feature races are to win, doesn't it? Oh, definitely, Kat. And um, in a lot of these feature races, she's been favourite or second favourite. She hasn't even placed. So it's um, yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, and box four has actually been a bit of a hoodoo for her in these feature races. So that was always in the back of my mind. But um, yeah, they're definitely hard to win. So I'm glad we got it done on Friday night. But she is the perfect little dog. She's exactly what you want from a race dog, uh, particularly a bitch, to get out and go and make her own luck out in front. Have you always had a big rap on her? Yep, um, she broke in. Um, at Cudell and they said um, she was special straight away. And then early days, I think she went first time bull eye 460. She went 26.04. And from there, was, I re- really thought, dude, she's, she's something, this little one. And I think um, she went uh, 29.14, first look at Gosford. Um, yeah, she's definitely got it in her. And I, another reason why I went up Friday, Sam actually gave her a couple of weeks, a few weeks off in her first run. Uh, over Richmond 400, she was just off the, the track record there. So I thought she's uh, she's up and about at the minute. And let's just talk about the job that Sam's done with her because he's had her from day one and it's been remarkable to get a dog to make one feature race, let alone 12. Um, an amazing effort by him to keep getting her to produce at this top level. Talk us through, uh, I guess, your relationship with Sam and how that started. Yeah, well, this is actually the first dog I had with Sam. Um, just... Um, when I got them broken in at Cudell and during COVID, instead of bringing them back to Victoria, I asked them for a couple of pre-trainers and she, um, they recommended Sam and Michelle. So um, I gave them a call and yeah, ever since then it's um, yeah, been fantastic. He's great to deal with, his family's great to deal with 
and um, definitely agree he's done an exceptional effort with her. She's raced the elite her whole life, um, just keeping her at, at the top of her game for so long to make 12 uh, group races, and she's not even three yet, um, just shows how what a marvellous effort he's done with her. Now I'm assuming she'll head towards the Easter egg next? Yep, um, that's next on the target. So, um, yeah, he was thinking maybe Maitland, but it was a bit too tight. So, um, yeah, definitely uh, Golden Easter Egg ne- next, and we'll see how she goes there. It's funny, often when they struggle to win a, a feature race, uh, it takes them a while to break through, and then they, once they've gotten the monkey off the back, so to speak, they, they can put together a few in a row. So to go into a series like the Easter Egg with it going so well, um, how much excitement is that giving you and your family? Yeah, um, definitely. A few people have said that to me now. Now she's got one off off her back. We'll see what rolls in. But um, oh, just, just, you know, if she retired tomorrow, it would be ecstatic. So whatever comes in the future would just be a, a cherry on top. We're so proud of her. And um, when she does eventually finish, we really look forward to her getting her in the brood barn. She's going to be a valuable brood. So um, that part of her, the next stage will be exciting as well. But for the minute she'll race on, um, she enjoys racing. She's a good little competitor. And um, yeah, golden Easter egg, geez, if you, yeah, just to make it is is amazing. But yeah, if you were to snag something like that, it'd be um, just utterly amazing. That's why we're, that's why we're in it, to be in these group races. And um, yeah. Like just having something with slight chance is is very exciting. Now, of course, you run the New Haven Stud down in Victoria. Uh, For our listeners who don't really know much about yourself or your dogs, um, explain some of the stud dogs there and is there one that you've got earmarked for Yuko Girl when she retires? Well, uh, at the minute, there seems to be um, one exciting stud dog we've got coming through is Houdini Boy. um, He was a bit quiet at the start. And um, although uh, he definitely was one of Australia's favourite stuns when he was racing, but people might have shied away from him just because he, he did win over the distance, uh, which used to get a bit of a bee in the bonnet of Cal and so forth because he definitely wasn't an out-and-out stayer. Probably 600 was his best. So he had a slow start, but at the minute, with some amazing break-in reports um, from breakers themselves, not from owners, uh, yeah, he's really ramped up. and He's pretty much just last month doubled his service um the amount of service he's had just in one month so he's starting to ramp up which is very exciting and um in terms of yuko girl i'm not sure there's a strong nick at the minute with fernando and um zambora brocky that's why houdini's starting to ramp up as well because he doesn't have zambora at all in his pedigree so uh fernando is high on on the agenda at the moment for yuko but nothing's definitely setting stone well, hopefully that's another 12 months away for you and a few more feature races away as well for her. So uh, congratulations on Friday night and best of luck for the egg. Oh, lovely. Thanks heaps again for having me on and um, take care. No worries. That was Nick De La Roche who owns Yuko Girl, the winner of the Richmond Oaks on Friday night. A quick break here on Going Greyhounds and we'll be back to chat about the Richmond Derby. Get more on tap at your local with the Tap app. Share every race with your mates, live. Plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. This too. This. Go, you good thing. And inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. 
Don't miss the 2023 Wellington Boot Carnival, featuring two sensational days of racing. Friday, March 24, it's the gruelling Iron Horse. Then Sunday, March 26, the best country horses battle it out in the Wellington Cup for a place in the big dance. Plus, all the colour and excitement of the $200,000 Wellington Boot, with plenty of food-to-go options, plus fashions on the field. Tickets at 123 Ticks or at the gate. Visit wellingtonraceclub.com. Wellington Boot, the place to be. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're now going to get into things with the Richmond Derby and relive the win by Zipping Novak. And racing, Zipping Novak making okay. Trunky Bill went with him early, followed by Niangarachi, but Zipping Novak's going to arrest the front. A lap to go. He's out by three on Trunky Bill. Here's Cam Handlett running home well. They're followed by Cayman Wet, Niangarachi a long way back. And then Norio Ethics, Adana, Rick on Rockstar Heaney. Zipping Novak up by four on Trunky Bill. Forder can't handle it. He's going for group two glory. Zipping Novak on the home corner. He's well clear. Zipping Novak, the derby's yours. He won it by four lengths. Second in, Trunky Bill, followed by Cayman Wett. A strong win there by Zipping Novak in the Richmond Derby on Friday night. We're now joined by his trainer, Jason Magri. Jace, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Kat. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, an all-the-way win there for your boy, Zipping Novak. It's not always his go, bouncing straight to the front. Talk us through the race uh, from your point of view. It must have been a pretty easy watch. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that easy, but... He came out nice and he sort of shifted a little bit to the right but he drove through and he found the front, which that's what he had to do and he done it and he ran ruled off some nice sections and hit the line. So, yeah, it was a good thing. Just speaking to Nick De La Roche with Yuko Girl, he's another who's been part of plenty of big race features, so it must be nice to get a big one beside his name. Yeah, it is. He's been about four, four, four or five now and... Um, He's won this one, he ran second in the, the Bulleye Cup and third at the Gosford Cup. And so he, he's been contesting them for a while now, so he's starting to mature up and handle the grade, which is good. So just hope he can continue with the form he's got in. And he's another rocket bred by the Hallinan family. They just keep churning him out, don't they, the good dogs? Um, what was Marty's reaction to the win the other night? Oh, Marty's pretty calm. He, he doesn't get overexcited, he just says a real good thing and just keep moving forward, he says, keep moving forward. No, it's always good to get him off him. You've had a really good uh, association with the Hallinan family. What is it about training dogs for the family that you love so much? Oh, they're, they're good, they're easy to train for, especially Marty. He doesn't interfere, um, which is good. And if you've got a problem, you can always ask him and he'll He'll give you his bit of advice. But um, they just breed real good dogs. They're strong. And when you get a fast one, they're fast. So they've got a good line there and a good production the way they do it. Now, many people might have thought that you'd decide to head up to Maitland for the Maitland Cup with him. I noticed that he didn't go into those fields. What was the reasoning behind that? I just wanted to give him a week, 10 days off from racing, freshen him back up and then get him ready for the East 3 Probably give him a start at Winnie and then head him into the East Street series. Was, he's a better circle dog than he's a horseshoe dog, so I just stayed awake. Yeah, absolutely. And he loves Wentworth Park. Um, heading into the East Street, you give him a live chance? 
Oh, it's a chance, but you always you got to begin. So you're starting to come out now, which is good. Taking the 34 starts to start doing it, but if you can always begin on the lead, you're always a chance. But there's always good dogs for the Easter egg, so never an easy assignment. Now, before we let you go, I notice you've got a couple in at Bulleye today. Um, what can you tell us on them? You've got Small Demeanor in race one, a maiden, and Oscar Moses in race three. They're both pretty short in the market. What are you expecting from them? Yeah, they both should go well, I hope. So I am the trial on nice. The maiden dog is still a bit green and a bit over the top, uh, but should run a nice race. And um, Moses, has, you heard himself last start up the straight. And he's had a couple of trials back and he's trialled nice, so he should go nice too. Beautiful. That was Jason Magri. Thanks for joining us, Jace. Good luck today and heading towards the Easter egg. Nice. Thanks, Kat. Appreciate it. No worries. Jason Magri there. Uh, another quick break and we'll be back to chat with David Smith on his Tomorrow Cup finalists. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Skipped breakfast. You're getting a bit of a reputation, Buzz. Rumours going around. <laughs> Still haven't paid your bet that you owe me. You're meant to take me for lunch. And then you're meant to turn up on Friday and you're a no-show. Clarky, I'm like you. Let me How guess. How many hours do you work? work today? You, you've got a three-hour shift and you're not Oh, no, Buzz. This is not work. This is love. Yeah, well, I do this for love. <laughs> yeah. How did you find my angle anyway? Did you need an old Gregory's mat? Or? I grew up in Liverpool, Buzz. Clarky, you live in Rose Bay. Please. No, no. That's incorrect as well. I live in Vaucluse. <laughs> <laughs> Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Hi, it's Peter Overton, National Ambassador for Melanoma Institute Australia. Did you know someone is diagnosed with melanoma every 30 minutes? I do, because I was one of them. Melanoma also kills one Australian every six hours. Register for a melanoma march near you to raise vital research funds and march to stop the glamorisation of tanning. Together, we can help save lives. Sign up at melanomamarch.org.au. Get live racing on tap with the Tap app. See every earth-shattering race live with not one, not two, but all three Sky Racing channels, plus tips from Sky experts and a bit of this. Come on! This too. Some of this. All three Sky Racing channels on tap. Download the Tap app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Tarawai Rocky second to go. Power of Silence beat him out. They're going to match motors to three. Melcat Coral double minutes hot up front. Next up was Black Abbott with a good card into the race. I'm loving it. Serious gamble. Power of Silence got clear off the top corner. Melcat Coral's trying to hang on to his coattails there. Two then to Tarawai Rocky. And then comes Black Abbott. But Power of Silence halfway home is clear. And Power of Silence wins the third heat. 
Tarawai Rocky has just got through to the final from Milkat Coral and Black. That Blackout. was Tarawai Rocky running second in a heat of the Tomorrow Cup behind Power of Silence. The final is going to be run this Sunday night. Uh, we're now joined by his trainer, Dave Smith. Good morning to you, Dave. Good morning, Kat. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, you've got two finalists in the Cup this week. Uh, let's start with Rocky. He's a nice young dog, regally bred, uh, really starting to hit his straps at the moment. Yeah, look, his last five starts, we, we sort of knew he was going all right, but his last five starts has really put him on the trail to, you know, being worth following the group calendar around. There have just been tremendous runs, and I thought his run there in the heat was really good too. He, he didn't really deserve to come second. He got held up going around the corner and to battle on and, and get back into second. It was a really great run. You've really looked after him. You took him along slowly to start with. Um, he always looked like he had a fair bit of ability, but would it be fair to say he surprised you a bit in his recent runs? Yeah, he's still surprising a bit. It wasn't surprising. He, did, he was always a bit of a slow learner, um, you know, and he's he, getting used to people and new tracks and everything like that. It, nothing really come naturally to him. So, and I still think there's a bit of improvement left in him too. Because he's still he's still got a little bit to come out of his shell there, and um, yeah, he's still only a little baby. So, yeah, he's racing the the older dogs in these races. He's sort of just out of that um, juvenile class races, but um, yeah, I think there's still improvement there for him. His mum was one of the best of her time, Miss Splendor Miro. Um, it, they don't always go on to produce the top class bitches, but she looks like she's got a smart one here. Um, it must be nice for Lorraine Atchison, um, you've had a good connection with her, to, to have a nice one and, and sort of see him emulate his mum a little bit. Oh, yeah, look, it's terrific trainer for Lorraine. She's not only one of the nicest ladies in Greyhounds, but in the world, so that's really an honour that she trusts me with like this sort of dog where she's obviously had to pay good money to get in. Fernando Bale was the best in his era and there was a stage where where Miss Brenda Miro was also the best sort of going around. So you don't get any more well-bred. So just to be trusted with a dog, yeah, really a thrill. He's got box eight in the final this week. Um, what do you make of the draw for him? I'd rather have the red, um, but at least, you know, the field's just red hot. So if, if anything happens, you can sort of get the swoop on the outside. He's, he's not, uh, he begins well, but when you're comparing him to the group two dogs, it's, it's a little bit different. And I think if he had the inside, he'd be better suited. But, um, yeah, don't throw away your ticket. I think he, he'll go right from the eight. You've also got Tarawai Ferrari, another one for Lorraine Atchison in the final. He's a consistent little dog. Uh, was second in his heat to Quick Lomar. Uh, what did you make of his run? Yeah, he was just returning. He, ha he had a bit of an injury. I had to pull him out of the heats of the derby. So he, he was very fresh going into that. Um, that race, there was a lot of rain around too. The, the track was probably, um, you know, a lot slower than the heat before where they ran the record uh, without making excuses. So I think those, the two dogs that come out of that, I'd expect improvement from them. Uh, the only issue is he does like to come out and jump a little bit to the right. So I think Andy Lord's dog there, you know, she's a pearl. It's just one greyhound of the year last year. So he's going to get an excellent run. So that's a bit of a concern for all of us. Um, of the two, which one would you consider your best chance? Ah, uh, Rocky. I'd be, yeah, stick with Rocky, I think, especially from the draw. It's a great little field, as you just mentioned. Of course, we've got Salad Dodger, who broke the record in his heat, and she's a pearl, uh, the reigning New South Wales Greyhound of the Year. Um, what's it like to be racing these kind of dogs? Which one's the danger? Um, talk us through how you think the race is going to run. Oh, uh, look, I, like I just said, I think um, Andy's dog there, she's a pearl, is just going to get a great run. Uh, the one can sort of dwell a little bit at the start and, and my dog will get off the track. So 
she's just proven over a time to be so consistent. She's the one that's definitely going to be there. Where Salah Dodger, he may get some back to Ferrari uses some of the tracks as he can jump. So, look, they're all dangers. And, and the local dog, like I was saying, the B Ferrari there in the four, um, well, he's, he's the local dog and, and uh, you know, they're always a danger. Now let's skip ahead to Maitland on Thursday. You've got, got the feature in the cup heats there. Uh, a future stars graduate. It's amazing how this series keeps producing nice dogs, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it took him a while. After, after that, he probably just went off the boil a little bit. Again, he was a little bit, uh, I suppose, slow, slow to learn and worried about crowds and people. He, he followed some of those feature races around and it's not that we get a lot of crowds these days, but it's um, it, it can put some of the dogs off when they're not used to it. But he, he's just sort of come out of his skin there. He went on a six, I think it was six um, run winning streak. So he's going well. He's got the box, and he, he, uh, he probably if there's a track to say you want him to run for your life, it will probably be Maitland. So the 450 at Maitland. So yeah, looking forward to it on Thursday. You also had a big day at the New South Wales Greyhound Awards last week. Uh, you were one of four trainers, uh, in, I guess, inducted into the 100 Club, having uh, trained 100 winners during the last season. Um, your girl, Super Estrella, was nominated for Greyhound of the Year and took out Run of the Year. Um, I know you don't have her in your, your kennel anymore, but it must have been a really nice day out there recognising your achievements and hers um, for that year. Oh, absolutely. Look, it's a big thrill. I'm only sort of relatively new to Greyhounds. I've only been a public trainer for you know, three years now. Um, you know, it wasn't in the family. So all these names that we sort of see there and to beat the record there, it went in. All the dogs I followed and were in awe of and didn't think you'd get near. So to, to be included in that bunch with the 100 Club, yeah, that was that was really special because obviously, yeah, yeah, you look sideways and they're pretty good trainers either side. So, yeah, it was really terrific. And you've got a, a couple of nice young dogs coming through the ranks this year. Hopefully one of them can, I don't know if they'll fill Estrella's shoes. They're pretty big uh, shoes to fill, but hopefully one of them can win a nice race for you this year and uh, continue on a really good run for your kennel. Um, best of luck this week and hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully one, one of them can get the job done. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. That was Dave Smith, who's got Tarawai Rocky and Tarawai Ferrari in the Tomorrow Cup final this Sunday. A quick break and we'll be back to chat to Jess Savage. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Sometimes the Bulldogs are everything. That's forward! And sometimes online dating is everything. Mm, that's forward. So whenever footy is everything, get the footy you want. With 17 Bulldogs games exclusive to Fox League, available on KO. Get more on tap at your local with the Tap app. Share every race with your mates, live. Plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. Go, go. This too. This, go you good thing, and inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. 
Skipped breakfast. You're getting a bit of a reputation, Buzz. There's rumours going around. <laughs> Still haven't paid your bet that you owe me. You're meant to take me for lunch. And then you're meant to turn up on Friday and you're a no-show. Clarky, unlike you... Let me guess, you had to work. work today? You, you've got a three-hour shift and you're not... Oh, no, Buzz, this is not work. This is love. Yeah, well, I do this for love. <laughs> yeah, how did you find my angle anyway? Did you need an old Gregory's map? Or? I grew up in Liverpool, Buzz. Clarky, you live in Rose oh, Bay, please. No, no, that's incorrect as well. I live in Vaucluse. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing. She's Savage began nicely, as did Black Flipper and Hold Me Up. Wider on the track was Zipping Eve. Uh, wide then Bugatti Angel. Mickey Do back along the inside and Dulciera at the tail. She's Savage led down the side by three. Solder squeeze into a clear second. They jam up behind that pair. Getting a run through was Hold Me Up to go to third. Further back, Mickey Do Around the bend, though, she's Savage in front. Holding Solder squeeze and she's Savage. She's Savage over Soul to Squeeze. Third either Hold Me Up or Mickey Do who rattled home. And then came Black Flipper. That was She's Savage winning a heat of the Maitland Cup last year. 12 months on, she's looking to make it back-to-back finals. We're now joined by her trainer, Jess Savage. Jess, good morning to you. Morning. Let's talk about your girl, a finalist last year. Uh, would Do you think it's fair to say that she's probably going better 12 months on? Yeah, I would. Um Look, she's matured a lot this year and um, she's doing a lot better and her, her um, racing style and her head's probably in a lot better space now. Yeah. Um, you've sent her to a few trainers elsewhere around the country. She spent some time in Queensland and down in the Hunter Valley uh, during her career. Um, do you think she just likes being at home, though, because you seem to have a knack with her? Yeah, look, um, I think she loves being at home a lot better, Um her racing career does a lot better when she is at home. Um, don't get me wrong, she got a win up at Albion while she was up there, but then suffered a, a fatal injury and then come home. Um, but no, she definitely loves being at home. Um, um, she's definitely a better dog when she's at home. She um, she's settled and... and um, performs a lot better on the track when she's at home. Now, you said that when she was in Queensland, she got an injury. Uh, she had five months off um, after that injury towards the end of last year. Just explain what happened and um, why she was off for so long. Yeah, yeah. So she got a uh, muscle tear deep in her stomach. Um, so for some dogs, that can be career-ending, but um, I decided just to take my time with her and let her tell me if she was ready to come back or not. Um, just slow, steady persistence and patience was the big one. Um, and as I said, just let her tell me what she wanted and just slow and steady and just let her tell me how she was going. And then from there, we just took our time and and just followed the the dog really um mm. and she's just come back flying yeah she hasn't missed a check in her 10 starts since coming back uh she's broken the track record down at richmond and she's got really good maitland form um heading into the series this week box seven what do you make of the draw oh uh, look any box really suits her um 
she doesn't really mind being out wide or in close. I mean, I prefer her close to the rail, but um, as you said, the the track record down at Richmond, she broke that from box six and then rebroke it from box seven. So I'm not really worried where she's drawn. I particularly like her from the inside, but she's not worried where she's drawn. So um, box seven doesn't really worry her. Um, so box seven's not really an issue. She'll she'll jump the lids no matter where she's drawn. Now, for those listening who may not be familiar with yourself, um, you train from up at Tari. You've only got a small team of dogs in work. Um, how special is this little girl to you and what kind of thrill would it be if she could not only make a, a Maitland Cup final but win a race of that magnitude? Uh, this little girl means the world to me. I mean, um, she is the, actually the only dog in my my kennel, as to speak, so I only train her. Um the rest of the dogs that are in my name are trained by other people. Um, I move them to other other people, as to speak. So she is the only dog in my name. Um, I the rest of the dogs are, as I said, trained by other people, and I help out a another trainer by the name of Brian Smoothie. He's my mentor. Um, so that just shows how much she means to me. Um, She's also going to be the only dog that comes home to be a pet. So, yeah, as I said, it means the world to both myself and my two kids. Um, and this race itself uh, would mean the world to the kids and I. I mean, I'm a, a single parent to two little kids, a eight and ten year old. So, yeah, I mean, um, even just a, a ten thousand dollar race, let alone forty thousand dollar one, would would make a big difference to us. Um, yeah. Well, she's a live chance this week and hopefully a little bit of luck. Caesar makes it through to the final and then who knows from there, um, anything's possible. So best of luck this Thursday night and hopefully she can make it through for you. Thanks. That was Jess Savage who's got She's Savage in a heat of the Maitland Cup this Thursday. That just about wraps us up for Going Greyhounds for this week. Don't forget on Saturday night we've got uh, the Country Classic semi-finals at Dubbo. All roads leading to the final there on March 18. Uh, we're going to have another short break and we'll be back with Dave Stanley and some more Canamble country music. Mm-hmm.